Hi everyone, and welcome to another edition of Rock and Talk with Dak. I uh, don't really have a script for today, I'm just kind of going over what I did last night. So last night for shits and giggles, I decided, I, I was bored, not doing a hell of a whole lot, decided I'm going to listen to Chromatica, Lady Gaga's sixth album that was released, oh, two weeks ago now. It was delayed from, I think, an April release, got pushed back a few months thanks to COVID. But here we are, she released it and get to enjoy it, and it makes you want to dance your ass off. It's such a fun album. So what I did last night, got bored, wanted to listen to it, and I hopped on Twitter and I just started live tweeting while, while I listened to it. So I was just going to kind of go back to my Twitter, I'm looking at it right now, and just kind of expand on some of my ideas and things that I had said on it, and just do a brief little review on Chromatica. So without further ado, let's get into it. So right from the get-go, we start off with an instrumental interlude. It's called Chromatica 1, and there's three of those that act as a segue onto a few other songs on the album. And I'm a sucker for any... And it sounds like real strings. It doesn't sound like... Uh, something you put into a computer program. It sounds like an actual arrangement and actually composed and conducted, which I'm, I'm a sucker for, especially on modern pop albums. It kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, gosh, nine years ago now, Duran Duran kind of had a comeback with, in 2011. They pulled the same thing. They had a few, actually it may have just been two instrumental, very melodic, moving kind of string tracks on that album and Lady Gaga pulls the same thing and it just adds a little bit of something different little fun texture going on as opposed to just straight up dance 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 all night which I love so after that first song we get into Alice now Alice is to me the way I read it it's Lady Gaga kind of wrote it as uh, going through the rabbit hole kind of thing it's this Alice in Wonderland and it's such a perfect setup for it's definitely a starter song I think because Alice it's dancey for sure, but after listening through the rest of the album, it's definitely the first song that's just like, oh, get ready for more, because there's plenty more where that came from. But I like the idea of kind of going through through the rabbit hole into this fantasy land that Lady Gaga created, which is Chromatica. And if you read interviews on kind of the idea how she came up with it, it's very much a, uh, it's, it is, it's kind of just a fantasy land where people are just kind of it's it's a utopia, I suppose, and kind of no better time to have an album like that to just get lost in this dance music than right now. And honestly, I think it being delayed a few months with all the other shit that's happened, perfect timing for this album to come out, in my opinion. So after Alice, we're kind of through the rabbit hole and we're we're in this fantasy land, we get to Stupid Love, which was the lead single off the album. And you can definitely tell, I I, I just... Part of it, the transition to uh, each song has a bit of a transition. They just kind of flow from one song to the next. And it, it, it's so fun. You kind of get done with Alice and then boom, you get into Stupid Love. It's You definitely get the sense that you're in this very colorful, surreal world that is just exploding with all of this vibrant energy. If, if it sounds hippie, but that's kind of what I got out of it. And... My my thinking with Stupid Love when it first came out, I was thinking, like, damn, this this sounds really good. And I, I wound, up, wound up being true after I listened to the album. Stupid Love is a perfect lead single. 
and it represents the sound of the album as a whole, I'd, I'd say pretty damn good. And, you know, like with that first album, it, it did. It gave such a great idea of where the album was going, and it makes you want to get up and dance your ass off. I love it. Um, second single is up next, Rain On Me, with uh, featuring Ariana Grande. Wasn't a huge fan of the music video, and I know that's probably sacrilege because everyone loves Good Gaga. Maybe I need to watch it again. Uh, it just didn't do much for me, but um, I love on it, kind of focusing in on the music. Um, it definitely has some Daft Punk influences, um, and Daft Punk influences like back to their house days, like their first album um, in the late 90s. Definitely had some sounds in there that reminded me of that. And, and I love that I can hear some of these influences. And I, you know, Gaga isn't trying to reinvent the wheel, but she's clearly influenced by these dance floor songs. It's very nostalgic. It's very old school, I have to say. Um, yeah, she, she knows what she's working with, and she's getting influences from everywhere. I'm not talking like just 90s house, you know, not just EDM, but I mean... There's even some little disco influences, I'd say. So, I mean, she's getting, like, the, these dance floor numbers from across the decades. It's not just any one spot, which is, which I love. And in case in point, I, the next song, Free Woman, it, it does, it reminds me of that 90s hip-hop dance. Um, and especially, it, it has this on-beat piano thing, which was just, like, if you've listened to any music from the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. There's just that, like big sounding heavy bombastic piano that's just going on the beats and that that shows up in here um getting on to the next song um nah, oh my gosh chromatica 2 the instrumental so we're into kind of our, our third suite of, of song and this is another thing i'll point out where each instrumental track is up until the next one those are very distinct suites of music i think so suite two is a lot more personal a lot more engaging and a lot more about what it is to be a woman in today's you know lady gaga talking about this of course but that's what i took from the second suite and <laughs> let me let me find what i uh what i wrote about uh 911 because the the instrumental chromatica 2 going into 911 is just oh my god that beat change is just so crazy um i'm trying to find real quick what i wrote okay here it is so i i wrote so i've had to listen to the second instrumental a few times now to take in the transition into 911 smooth and sexy as hell and then i then i had to close my eyes and i listened to it again because that transition was just so damn good and this is what i imagined now, this is what I wrote. Okay, so when I closed my eyes, I imagined I was a king looking over my kingdom and then decided to walk back to the throne room. That instrumental is very much, it's very, it has this grandness to it. And then in, in whatever I was seeing, I was kind of walking back down to the throne room. And instead, <laughs> when I opened the doors, instead of a feasting table and my throne, I found a tribe of leather-clad men and women bathed in pink light and whips. It has this very intense BDSM-esque, like S&M kind of hard-hitting music. I don't know why it just does. And surprisingly, a lot of people that I've talked to about it, <laughs> they think the same thing, which is really funny. I'm glad that I'm not the only one, but it's so damn fun to dance to. Such a good one. 
then like I pointed out with, you know, the rest of the suite, they're very much, I think, much more personally engaging songs for Lady Gaga. Definitely talking about what it means to be a woman in, in today's music industry. And this is something, it's nothing new. It's just Gaga continuing to put that message out there. And Taylor Swift has dealt with a lot of that uh, ob objectivism as well. And, you know, she's just talking about that. And then we get into Enigma. And oh my God, I want my body to just glide and worm across the floor because th that's such a fun song. And better yet, like she wasn't done with the song. Like she kind of hinted at it in, in the first chorus. She pulls out some saxy sax going on. And I love it. Same thing. I don't know why. I'm just a sucker for kind of old school instruments is what I call them. Classic instruments making their way into modern uh, pop albums is just, I don't know. I'm a sucker for it. I love that sound. And when it's done well, it's, <laughs> it can have a really strong and fun impact. Um, I think on the next song was Replay. Something that I thought about it. It has some really funky bass going on. And, and again, like on my last, was it the last one I talked about bass? Maybe a couple episodes ago. There's something about bass I just love. And one band that I really haven't talked about yet on this channel, and I want to, is Jamiroquai. Because I started listening to him a lot more. I've always known about, uh, you know, Traveling Without Moving, that album, and uh, Space Cowboy, but really didn't dive into much of his discography. And listening to Replay, I heard, for whatever reason, the bass line, just because of how funky it was, it gave me these Jamiroquai vibes. And then I thought in my head, I was just like, oh my god, can we get a Jamiroquai and Gaga collaboration? For anyone who, who doesn't know Jamiroquai, go go check him out. Uh, he's at, it, he's the guy who runs it. His name's JK. Uh, and he has a really cool, unusual voice, especially for the kind of music that he makes. And just his whole lineup of musicians for any album is just superb. I, I love it. Anyway, moving on to the next song. Uh, which is signed from above. We're getting towards the end here. And this is a collaboration with Elton John. Now, Lady Gaga and Elton John, they've worked together before. I, it was actually, was it two years ago now when Elton released? He had his country uh, country versions of his songs, and he had just covers of his songs. Lady Gaga did a cover. So they, they've collaborated before, but Elton John just shows up in some random ass places. And I, I love it, though. I mean, he's worked with Collective Soul on an album that Collective Soul, it was, they're kind of taking a hit in NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys at the time in the late 90s there, early 2000s. And it wasn't received very well. I love the song that El Elton is on, though. But yeah, Elton just pops up in random places, and I love it. He's he's had quite the storied career. I give him whatever. He can do whatever the hell he wants now. Um, and then I'm going to just kind of jump to the end of the album and go to Babylon because what, <laughs> one thing I don't like about this album and it's, it's silly, but by the time you get to Babylon, you're just like, Oh, I want more. And then Babylon just ends. And then it's just like, Oh, okay. At least it ends with some more saxy sax. I'm again, a sucker for that, but Babylon's just such a great capstone to the album. It's super fun the the chorus I mean, lots of the choruses like lady gaga nails that on this album for sure there's a lot of them that just they hit the right beats they have this fun flow they're very memorable and yeah overall i just i really love this album yeah i'll go over overall thoughts 
Um, and I'm, I'm just, again, I'm just kind of reading what I have off of uh, my tweets from last night. Yeah, Stupid Love, fantastic lead single. That gave such a, a tease for what the whole album was. Um, I think did did a really great job with that. Um, my thought on the overall sound is it's definitely, my take is, it's Gaga going back to her dance pop and EDM, uh, Born This Way and Art Pop, but with just like this healthy dose of old school dance numbers and just like nostalgia, I suppose. But it works out really well. And what I like about it is that it's actually quite similar lyrically to Joanne. It's very personal, it, but it just takes place in this fantasy land. Um, and especially that second suite, you know, from Chromatica 2 to Chromatica 3, I think that is a very distinct middle part of the album where Gaga really uh, lays into that. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one. I like that the idea of the song Alice isn't revisited. We, we, we never get out of the rabbit hole. And I don't know if anyone else picked up on that, which I kind of like. You know, we have Alice, we're kind of being welcomed to this universe of chromatica and but we never get out of it and i think that's just kind of a, a fun it, it's escapism especially for right now again this album couldn't have come out at, at a better time as far as i'm concerned and yeah that that concept doesn't get revisited so we're just stuck in this fantasy land to just dance away i don't know it's, it's kind of kind of interesting that she just kind of left it at that um i also yeah, it, again, it makes me want to hit the dance floor. Just the album as a whole. And I'm not a dancing guy. I don't like it. Unless there's like some classic Prince music going on, I don't want to go to, to dance floor these days. But this this album makes me want to do that. And then, then my last little take was, uh, for anyone who knows Lady Gaga, I don't know if it's still happening or if she's going to renew it, but she had a show in Las Vegas. She had a residency down there. And she had two ones. One was the more jazzy. I don't remember what it was called, but it was more of her jazzy, very slow, just kind of intimate setting. The other was Enig Ooh, sorry, Enigma. And I just love, just based on the visuals alone from her live show with, with Enigma, it was definitely a bit of a preview of the album, I think. Just to get fans, especially the time between Joanne and now, it's been a little while. People have been wanting more. Was 2016 for Joanne? People wanted more. And her live show, being able to have that residency in Vegas, she was able to definitely play around with that a little bit, I thought was interesting. So, yeah, overall, definitely go check it out. Uh, Lady Gaga, just she, she loves having fun and loves... <laughs> she's been teasing people about this album for a long time because even leading up to Joanne... Lady Gaga had been playing around with some dance style music, something a little bit more disco, I think, even back then, some things that people had heard. And it took a while, but she delivered on that. This is a really fun album, and I can't wait to listen to it again. It's definitely one to just kind of let loose to. So anyway, that is all I have for today. Go check out Chromatica by Lady Gaga. It's her sixth album. It just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, and be warned, you're going to want to shake your booty. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's it's a fun, fun 45 minutes of getting away from the crap going on. So that's all I got, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts: Apple, Google, or Spotify. 
If you enjoy the show, please leave a comment, drop a rating, spread the word, hit subscribe, whatever. Tell your friends. It helps. And uh, huge thanks to your continued support. We'll be seeing you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone.